I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, immigration continues to be a challenging issue for the United States of America, and it creates political challenges for many in our nation's capital. Some Democrats in particular are facing some tough choices when it comes to immigration as the midterms approach. So what are the priorities lawmakers are going to have to balance to get to the good policy uh, remember, I always believe if you do the good policy, the politics will take care of itself. Uh, in particular, we're looking at uh, Title 42, what that is, what that means, and how it will impact in terms of the politics of these policies. Uh, and when it comes to all things Title 42 and immigration, what's happening at the border, uh, we turn to Caroline Simon, uh, who's a reporter for Roll Call and always helps us uh, sort these things out uh, in a really uh, significant way when it comes to immigration policy. Uh, Caroline, thanks for joining us again today. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so let's let's kind of move through this. Uh, obviously, there's a, a little bit of a, a rift among Senate Democrats in particular. Uh, give us just a little lay of the land. Uh, what what are the challenges? Who's facing the challenges? And what is that doing to both the policy and the politics? Definitely. I think just to give a little bit of background, um, the Biden administration announced a couple of weeks ago that it would lift Title 42, which is a pandemic order that they've been using for more than two years to expel asylum seekers at the border. Um, DHS officials expect that when that's lifted, it's going to cause a huge influx of migration, um, potentially up to 18,000 people crossing the border every day. Um, in this situation, it's kind of divided Democrats. You have a couple of Democrats kind of on the more moderate end concerns that the Biden administration is not sufficiently prepared to lift Title 42. Um, and you have other Democrats who have been pushing for the lifting of Title 42 who are kind of pressing Biden to stay the course. Um, and so we're seeing these divides among Democrats um, and it can threaten their unity as they try to pass legislation before November with their very narrow majority in a 50-50 Senate. Um, and it could spell trouble for some of the moderate members who are facing tight races in the fall. So let's get into to some of those. Uh, obviously, you've got uh, some of those senators uh, like Mark Kelly in Arizona, uh, Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, of course, Joe mm-hmm. Manchin's always in the mix. But uh, tell us tell us what's going on behind the scenes there in terms of the concerns that they have and then how that might play out uh, in the Senate. I think these senators are concerned about how their constituents feel about um, a potential influx of migrants, especially with somebody like Mark Kelly. Immigration is a huge issue in Arizona, and obviously Arizona is a border state. So um, when Title 42 is listed, that will definitely have an impact on Arizonans. Um, In the case of Maggie Hassan, um, one thing her office has told me is that um, in terms of illegal drugs coming across the border, um, opioids are a big issue in New Hampshire. And so that's definitely something that she cares about. Um, but I think also as these senators are pressed from Republicans who they're running against about um, what they're doing to handle immigration, I think they're just feeling a lot of pressure um, to show that they're kind of stepping up um, and, you know, talking about a secure border in a way that voters will feel comfortable with. Uh, and how is the administration uh, responding to some of these concerns? Again, a lot of these are purple state 
senators in particular. Uh, how is the White House uh, taking that input uh, and that perspective? Uh, what's happening there? So the White House this entire time has deferred any comment on Title 42 to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Um, it's a pandemic-related order. So they, you know, they say that it's the CDC's decision when and when not to lift an order that um, is related to public health. Um, so that's kind of the, the course they've stuck with this whole time. Um, but, I, you know, I think also they definitely are interested in making sure Democrats can keep the majority. And so, um, you know, they're willing to kind of defend them in that, in that way, too. And so as we look at it from the, the the most important component, the human component to all of this, uh, you mentioned that uh, the lifting when Title 42 is uh, formally lifted, uh, that that could increase uh, those coming across the border to some 18,000 plus per day. Uh, is the border currently set up to handle those kind of numbers again, or are we going to see uh, a lot of the, the tragedy and, and suffering that we've seen in previous surges? Exactly. I think that's the big question that people are asking, and that's the source of a lot of concerns. Um, the Department of Homeland Security says that they've had a significant amount of time to prepare for potentially larger numbers of migrants coming through. And so they say that they're prepared. But I think, you know, we can only wait and see. Obviously, last year, um, you know, the administration kind of had to scramble to set up emergency intake sites for all the unaccompanied kids who came across after Title 42 was lifted for kids specifically. Um, and so I think, you know, it's obviously a bit of a different situation when you have single adults and families who might not necessarily need the same kind of care that unaccompanied kids do. Um, but I think that's definitely going to be a concern and something that we'll be watching for in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then uh, just real quickly on, because uh, I want to get to one other component, uh, but from the from the left wing of the of the Democratic Party, uh, the the more progressive wing, how are they? Uh, what are they making the case for? Uh, and how is that uh, again that kind of rift between the the more moderate uh, side of the Democratic Party and the more liberal side of the Democratic Party? Uh, how is that rift playing out? So the majority of Democrats, including Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, have been saying this whole time that Title 42 is wrong because it prevents migrants from lawfully seeking asylum at the border, which is something they have the right to do under U.S. immigration law. Um, migrants are allowed to show up at the border and claim asylum. Um, and, you know, as you, know, as you know, Title 42 dates back to the Trump administration, and Democrats are generally not thrilled with other Trump immigration policies. Um, and so they've been saying this whole time that Title 42 is not related to public health um, and is basically being used as a means to keep immigrants out. Um, as we've seen, pretty much most other public health restrictions have gone away by this point. And so they've been asking, if mask mandates are gone, why are we still keeping out migrants at the border? Oh, fascinating. And then finally, uh, how do you see this playing out? What, do you, what, are, you, what are you watching for uh, as this lift uh, happens of Title 42? Uh, what are some of the critical things to, to keep in mind? I'm definitely watching to see what the response will be in terms of if there are large numbers of migrants coming in, whether DHS will set up any kind of response. Um, I'm, as always, looking to see whether any additional supplemental funding will be needed. Um, that's always something that we watch um, when we're paying attention to Congress's role in all of this specifically. Um, and I think on the political side, um, one, you know, opportunity this provides for Republicans is a way to kind of score political points here. Um, you know, last week, or when Democrats, um, you know, were reacting to this Title 42 situation, um, Republicans were actually able to stop a pandemic aid package on the floor because they wanted a vote on an amendment that would 
forced Biden to reinstate Title 42. Um, and leadership, you know, wasn't able to guarantee that all Democrats would vote against that amendment. So the whole package was pulled. Um, and I think you'll, you know, in the next couple of months, we're going to see Republicans kind of similarly attempting to divide Democrats and put a stop to any Democratic priorities in the Senate they don't like um, by using immigration as a sort of wedge issue. Um, and so that's that's one thing I'm certainly paying attention to going forward. Yeah. Wonderful insight. Uh, Caroline Simon, a reporter for Roll Call. She covers immigration policy. She always helps us get it straight, sorted out, both from the policy standpoint, the human standpoint, uh, and, of course, the political standpoint. Caroline, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, again, I, I love the way Caroline goes at uh, the immigration issues because it's not just the, the wedge issue component. That's easy stuff. Anybody can spout that from the perspective of the left. You can spout that from the perspective of the right. Uh, I want to spout it from the perspective of what's the right policy for the country uh, and how do we make sure that those who are coming, uh, that they are treated with respect uh, and with dignity and that we're doing the, the right things there, especially under these asylum laws. Asylum is, is a different thing when, when someone is claiming asylum because uh, it's not safe or they're being persecuted or targeted. Uh, those are those are very different things. And so we have to have a different kind of conversation. Appreciate Caroline Simon from Roll Call helping us uh, keep it on the policy uh, while respecting and understanding the politics that are definitely playing in. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. Coming up, are there better ways to form a union? Wells King, the research director for American Compass, has a new piece arguing that smaller might actually better be better and more effective for employees. We'll talk about that coming up next. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.